Welcome to the Unnamed Adventures Podcast. Today's episode, we will talk about our trip to Charleston, South Carolina, to include all the sights and scenes we did. In addition, the story of coming to our new used hiker trailer. We made it out alive from the Sanity Wildlife Reserve. Preserve. Preserve. (laughs) Saving the wildlife in... We were actually in Charleston County, I think. Charleston? We were in... We were only like 45 minutes from Charleston. But it was just... uh, That was the most bugs that I've encountered in a while since Wisconsin. So... It was kind of nice to be able to get out of there and then later on found out that there was some uh, gators and whatnot in the area. So those Luckily noises... Sammy didn't die. Yeah. So the noises we heard probably were... Uh... We actually did hear like something like kind of moving around in the woods and I was like, Jake, what do you think that is? Is it probably some raccoon or something? And I was like, okay. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we both made it out alive and uh, it was nice, cool weather. So perfect sleeping weather um but really just kind of the drive on the whole coast was completely different than um what we're used to from driving on the west coast Mm -hmm. down to california in california the the driving was awesome you know you're seeing the the ocean and from bodega bay down to san francisco Francisco. i think it was highway one and it was awesome we loved it yeah, so we figured it was going to be the same on East Coast, but definitely was not. It was uh, more trees, and we're a little bit further away from the coast, even though that uh, the Google Maps showed otherwise that it was like right next to the water. It was a lie. Parts of it. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, it was a lie. And, and that kind of brings us to the next point was I, I think we're going to start utilizing our map skills versus using and relying on Google Mm -hmm. um for our directions and everything yeah because we have an atlas we bought from walmart like three years ago for seven dollars and the first time we pulled it out was when we were at tom's cabin in gatlinburg and we're like all right let's see where we are in relation to where we want to go and then we kind of circled some cities and kind of made a game plan and um which now is different than what we wanted to do that yeah but we'll of course share all that with you guys of kind of where we're at now but yeah, so we are kind of transforming everything um, from what we were doing, and uh, you know, we ended up just kind of going down to Charleston. Yeah, know, to see some family, and we thought we'd do a little touristy stuff while we were there. So we went to um, downtown Charleston and did a walking tour, which was fantastic. Yeah, and we kind of did a. On our budget, we kind of did a, a self-guided walking tour. It was just nice to kind of stretch the legs and uh, get out walking and, you know, really kind of seeing the scenery in downtown historic well, we started, Charleston. We started with lunch at Queen 82, or 82 Queen, which was fantastic. So good. Yeah, I got my fried okra. I haven't had okra in forever. And you had fried green tomatoes on your sandwich. Yep. So and couples, pimento, p- yep. pimento, the cheese stuff. That's yeah, the word. kind of a cheese <laughs> spread. It, it's a, a southern type cheese spread versus like the typical Wisconsin hard, hard it's spreadable, yeah. spreadable cheese. 
Um, and then I got this flounder sandwich, like it was a flounder BLT. So it had like fried flounder in it and then a couple of pieces of bacon and some lettuce and tomato. And oh man, it was so good. And their sauce, so yeah. good. So really the Charleston downtown area is in a peninsula. So you're kind of surrounded by water. So everything's below sea level. And one kind of cool fun fact about that area is you don't really have a high skyline in Charleston. Um, and really because the reason for it is, uh, the city uh, rules are you can't build your building higher than a church steeple. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So when we're on top of the parking building, you could literally see, you know, all these steeples around, which is pretty rad to be able to kind of see that. Yeah. Know. And the big bridge that takes you across the peninsula and it was pretty sweet. And, um, but so anyway, so then we went and walked to the historic market, which has been around since like the 18, late 1800s. And there's all these little merchants that are this merchant shops that are like tables and stuff that they have like a farmer's market, except it's not food. It's all like products yeah, that of, they make. Yep. From like the sweet grass baskets. Yes. Which are completely interesting. Yep. Because we, on our drive down, we saw a bunch of sweet grass basket signs. And I'm like, I got to see what one of these, what, what is a sweet grass? It's kind of a intriguing concept. And I guess it just grows wild everywhere. And then they weave it um, into these cool, really cool designs. And they do little flowers as well. And then really intricate um, baskets, which is nice, uh, which is beautiful, beautiful. Um, and then they're actually very expensive. Uh, when you look at them, but if you actually break it down to how many hours it would have taken them to weave the basket, and it's averaging about 10 bucks an hour, so it's a pretty fair price of how they, they sell it, which is yeah. kind of interesting. And then another interesting fact about the market is that one of the restaurants that used to be there, like, I don't know if they went into business or sold their business, or they, you know, weren't going to be there anymore, so they ended up selling to a chain. Well, all the people in the market ended up being like no they kicked him out like you can't you can't be part be of a, a chain it has to be a standalone business that you know is like from the area and so now they have these other little like there's two breakfast places that looked amazing all the stuff that they made so there's like some restaurant stuff in there but not like sit down restaurants just quick stuff you buy but really cool stuff everything you can imagine and we walked and that was like blocks and blocks and blocks and yeah, then that brought us to the ocean Yep, so there's probably about four four or five blocks that this market sits on, um, and it's kind of open-sided market, and then they also have some enclosed areas as well with little AC, which I can only imagine back in the day when it was just those hot, hot days. I mean, we, we came at a ideal time for the weather, but like in the summertime, you know, speaking with my cousins, you know, humidity. <laughs> the humidity, you know, can cut through it with a knife, and it's 100 degrees out. I don't know how people can live down there frankly at that temperature mm -hmm. so um if you really like warm weather try to get up in the summer but uh, if you're from from the northern half of the u.s i'd say uh go in their off seasons mm -hmm. yeah so uh the other thing i want to talk about um oh no i guess after the market we then ended up walking to the sh like the sea the ocean and there was like a boardwalk that we walked along and then yeah. went and you can kind of the... see across from there that uh fort sumter and that was where the first shots were um from the civil war so there's a couple of fountains over there and then uh 
it's a little historic things on the on the beachfront, but uh, well, yeah, and then we walk to the historic pineapple water fountain, which is really cool. Actually, really pretty. I like that. And the kids were playing in it in the water because it was hot. Yeah, we were sweaty <laughs> because we're we're definitely not used to the the heat. We're slowly climatizing. Yeah, and then because it was so hot, we're like, well, let's go walk back to where we were. And then as we did that, we found that all the buildings had historical, like historic markers on there of like when they became part of the historic society of buildings or whatever for that area and talked a little bit about who the owners were and like what the building was, you know, used for, whether it was apartments or a home or business at some point. And or even, we really you know, enjoyed it. other guests that stayed there, you know, from famous different people. presidents and mm-hmm. famous people, which is really cool. So. The Charleston area, if you're history connoisseur, connoisseur, bluff, buff, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, definitely go check it out. You can do from carousel tours. Um, you mean horse-drawn carriages? Yes, horse-drawn carriages. <laughs> Which funny little thing. So we, you know, we're walking and there's all these characters around, and the guys talk pretty loud. So we're like, I bet if we walk, we could probably hear some of it. So. We did actually kind of eavesdrop a little bit on some of it, but um, Jake's cousin that we were visiting, he has done a lot of the the tour, so he was telling us a lot of that information at lunch. So he's like, yeah, that's the same stuff you hear on the carriage rides. We're like, sweet, we didn't have to pay the 40 bucks to do a carriage ride. Um, but it was so hot anyway, it was actually just nice to walk around and stuff. So yeah, stretch good. the legs. And uh, we were able to leave Sammy um, at my cousin's house because uh, that's where we were staying at. Um, so it was nice for him to be able to, kind of get a little rest in the ac mm-hmm. and you know have a little sense of home um with that as well so that was one of our days um in the charleston area and then we we had to check out the angel oak tree coolest um, thing ever it, yeah it's probably one of the most photographed trees in the u.s i mean i've seen it elsewhere and i didn't realize it was actually in the charleston area mm-hmm. um trees probably about 400 feet or four, no, 400 years old 400 years old and i don't even know how big it is the thing is massive um i think we posted some pictures on instagram to see how big it is and it's it is awesome so well, and the limbs are so big because it's so old that they can't support themselves on their own they would break off and so they've actually made wood supports for these limbs so they continue to grow and the tree won't die off um, and unfortunately, they do have a fence, a barb, not a barbed wire. Um, I think a, it was barbed wire on was the, the top, top of it. So a chain link fence, I guess, with barbed wire, um, because at some point in time, um, somebody went at night when it was closed and tried to poison the, tr- the tree and like, put poison around the ground. I'm not sure how they found out about it and stuff, but that's why the chain link is there. So it's kind of sad that someone would do that to a tree that's so beautiful. Um, but it's nice that they're able to, <laughs> you know, kind of preserve it for, you know, Future. future generations i mean just think of how many hurricanes and storms that have gone through um and it's how, how many wars i mean it's pretty epic mm-hmm. you know that that tree is still up and up and standing um, yeah after that uh because well, it only i mean we were there for what like maybe a half hour it doesn't take long it's free to go so that was kind of cool and then we went drove about 25 minutes over to folly beach uh because uh, we were told that that's the place to go and there was actually a really big storm that was coming in. 
So we wanted to try to do some of that out stuff, out, outside stuff first. And we had to touch the ocean because we were getting taunted from our drive. Yeah. Not being able to see it and really go check it out. So, you know, walking up and down the beach and just really kind of enjoying. Well, it was super windy. And because the storm was coming at some point, there wasn't that many people out there. It was still really hot, though, so the wind was actually nice. But there were surfers out um, by the pier, which you think would be unsafe to surf by the pier because the currents were really strong and there was warnings out. But the surfers were all out there, and we could actually come to find out later the reason the surfers go before storms is because that area actually doesn't really get big waves like California does. And so the, really the only time to surf is when there's storms. So there you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> And there's people out there fishing as well. So, I mean, it, it was cool just to kind of see the walk the pier and, you know, they literally closed up the public bathrooms. I mean, as we're walking down, because they're like, this well, is a serious Well, we had used it storm. and we're walking out. I like unchained myself to get out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we ended up going to a little Irish pub. Irish pub. I think it was the Irish there. Palace is what it was called, I think. Yeah. And had a pint and a $4 hot dog. And the reason we went in is because it advertised $4 hot dogs. We were like, four to choose from. And we're thinking, these are going to be crappy little, you know, thinking. Yeah, little chintzy things. They were so good. And they were like real, like good hot dogs. Yeah. And, and we had a pint. <laughs> yeah, and a pint of uh, yingling. And I haven't had that in many years. And I think that was Amy's first time having Loved it. yingling. I believe they're the oldest uh, brewery in the U.S., and it's just a very delicious. We're going to have to get some yes. for our cooler oh, that yeah. we don't have yet. <laughs> We're going to get the cooler, then we'll get some eating. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's guys at the bar talking about, you know, oh, when's the rain going to come? 20 minutes? I'll bet you five bucks. And we're they're like, you know, kind of joking. And we look at a radar and like, all right, we better kind of hurry up. And, you know, not even two minutes after we leave the pub, we, uh, we were three blocks from the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just sheets of rain. I mean, horrible. And so we run to the car. I've never seen Jake run so fast. I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is Yeah, so I think I like... kind of shocked her. I was like, what the heck, man? Like, I am quick. Come yeah. on now. So anyway, so we get in the car and we both like, because I had um, like an undershirt on and then my other shirt, which was cotton. So like I took the other one off and like was wringing it out. Jake took his up, was wringing it out. It was so wet. We ended up being wet for like the rest of the day, but we were trying to dry stuff off with AC and it was yeah, crazy. And come to find out, um, cause Jake's cousin, he works in downtown Charleston. And as Jake had mentioned, they were below sea level. Well, they'd actually evacuated downtown Charleston around two because what happens is they don't have very good drain, like drains to get the water out because it's such an old city. But in addition, it's below sea level, so it doesn't really have anywhere to go. So it floods even with like the littlest rain. Well, if the torrential rain coming for safety, they're like, you need to get out. Otherwise, you actually do get like stuck. You can't get out. And I guess um, sometimes when there's really like a ton of rain, um, you'll see kayaks, like people kayaking like around downtown. I guess people that have a little like um, boost at the market will do that um, <laughs> when there are bad storms. So Yeah, no, so it's... I haven't seen rain like that come down just like by a flip of a switch that quick in a long time. Um, and, and really kind of in the time being, you know, when we were at the pub and just kind of walking on the beach, we were kind of talking about what we are going to do so we're not utilizing hotels or, you know, calling up family that we are in the area. Um, 
Yeah, because, I mean, you want to be a good guest, but you don't want to overstay your welcome or be like, they were a pain to be here. Or invite yourself. Sammy. <laughs> he um, can be a little high maintenance um, with other dogs. He doesn't like cats. You know, so we're trying to, like, you know, we're trying to figure it out. But we'd only stayed, like, two days at his cousin's, so I think we were okay with our acceptable house guest stay but you know really you know i think we posted a blog last uh thanksgiving about do we do a schoolie bus do we do a conversion van a trailer an rv i mean we've been since then researching kind of keeping our mind keeping an eye out of cool stuff we see as we drive around or stuff coming up online yeah and we kind of looked at the map you know we're we're not afraid to buy from anywhere and it's like you you know, you can't get the the cart before, or the horse before the cart, you know, vice versa, or however the saying goes, you know, so we're like looking at vehicles and... Well, you wouldn't it, hear back from anybody. It, and I think that's just a kind of normal thing, you know, unless it's a, a dealership, you know, and we were trying to get a better deal from a private sale um, on, you know, a, a truck to be able to tow whatever we wanted. Um, but even well, like the school bus side of things, I mean, if you don't pick the right model of engine mm-hmm. you know you could get a lemon and you're just dumping money into it and they can only hold so much weight so how much of an upgrade do you do you have to be really cognizant of all the upgrades you do with the weight and different materials you use for that and so the thing we just went back and forth and back and forth and as we were driving <laughs> you know, literally it was a, we it we'd we're like, all right, we got to narrow it down. And then all of a sudden we'd pass by something or look at something this? like, what about this? And like, we literally, when we were driving, that was another nice thing when we we're driving kind of on the back country roads is we'd see an RV place and we're like, should we pull over? All right, pull over, <laughs> go check them out. And, you know, we'd get a couple different ideas for, you know, get a better sense of feeling for what we would want to be able to live in and what would work for our needs. Well, we just didn't feel comfortable it just was like there was one that we really liked at this place before we got to charleston um that was the day that we camped out at the um, wildlife preserve and i really liked the layout and stuff i just was like not well when we did the right vehicle so we would have had to come back if we did decide to go that way which wouldn't have been that big of a deal it was two hours from charleston we could have gone back but it just didn't set right with me one of the big things that we want is mobility and being able to be able to change and move around quickly and like if you're traveling somewhere that you can just pull off you know at a walmart parking lot or at one of the truck stops or the rest stops you know the highway rest stops and just you know if you're driving across country and just be able to sleep you know with just having a tent that's been really challenging just because of it's for safety but also with the bad weather you know you don't have to worry about flooding and stuff and honestly who likes packing up a wet tent? No. And they're worried about mold and mildew. Yeah. So anyway, we were driving um, from Charleston to Jacksonville. And it had been... Well, because Jacksonville is, what, two, out, three hours? Oh, no, it was four hours. Because our total drive from Charleston to Lower Alabama was nine hours. So it was like four hours, about halfway through our trip. And we see a sign for campers in RV. And then we see, like, all these, like, ooh, okay, let's pull off. Yeah, it looked like legit, you know, place. I mean, we stopped by, you know, the big box, you know, franchise locations as well. And, you know. Let's just say it was, (laughs) like, infuriating. 
being treated like we were second class citizens because, because we, we had didn't a budget. Spend forty thousand dollars on a trip. Literally, the looks that they gave us when they saw or heard what our budget was, and let's just say it's not like a peeny baby. It's not like we were going to spend. Oh, it's meant for two thousand dollars. Like no, like we had saved. We knew the system that we wanted. We'd done a ton of research, and we knew we could find something very nice in good condition for our budget. Because again, our goals were to be able to be independent, travel full time, pay cash, and be very economical with what you're doing. The bigger your rig, the more costly it is to maintain it. The more electrical um, like mechanisms and everything that are on it, will those break and cost money to maintain them and get it fixed. Then if we had to stop at a RV park or something like that, you're going to be paying for the more expensive you know, mm-hmm. site locations. Um, but we're going to be trying to do more boondocking or more of the, the cheaper and expensive. Yeah, which routes. was the idea. So again, how complicated do you go? So anyway, we come into the camper's RV and, and David came right up to us and smiled and said, hey. The RV matchmaker. That's what it says <laughs> on his business card. And he's a retired guy. He had been in car sales for a long time and then had been retired, I think, for a year or two. And is working there and really nice guy. So he did. Uh, I really like their process. Yeah. And he, you know, showed us through a couple of different, you know, campers. Cause we were still. Oh, no, back not... up, back up. They have like 10 acres of inventory used and new. So I was thinking if we can't find anything here, like, you know, we're in trouble. We're and, going the school year out then. <laughs> yeah. And they actually take you on a golf cart cause it's such a big lot. And so he'd sat us down in his office and said, let's just narrow it down didn't balk when we said our budget like and we said like different varieties what we're thinking of so we're like we're flexible but kind of this is where we want to stay within our budget and he narrowed it down to three options yeah so we had a couple different travel trailers that we wanted to do um you know one without a slide out one with a slide out so the slide out that is something that kind of mechanically electronically pushes out from the side of it to kind of open up the space and area um, you know, and kind of after talking with him and, you know, let him know what we're doing and, you know, where we're going, then he's like, I got something perfect for you. And he got all excited about it. Yeah. And he, I think that was his ace in the card. Um, and of course, is the, one of the things that we popped in, you know, when we pulled into the lot right away, it was the first one that was, uh, that we saw. I'm like, yeah, that looks kind of interesting. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so it's a uh, hiker trailer. That's the company that makes them. Yep. And so we got... Oh, wait. So let's back up for a second. So we <laughs> see the other two trailers. And I liked both of them. I thought they were... The pricing that they gave was really fair. Both were like... One was 2019 model. One was a 2018 model. And we weren't even going to do new. But we actually like could have done new with their pricing. And still been able to get like the Ford Expedition used. And have been like maybe over a hair with our budget. But like it would have been. With all the licensing and stuff like that. That you'd have to do. Because we wanted to keep that in mind as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know in addition to just you know. The sale costs. Well the state well, the sales tax. And yeah all that stuff that adds up. And the different dealer fees that they add on. Um, yeah so, so like we wanted to be very like aware of our budget. Because again that's how you stay out of debt. And so we see these two. He's like, okay, I wanted to save this one for last. And it was the smallest one, you know, and, but it was a 2015. It's a five by 10 
which it says a five, it's actually longer than five by 10, but it's on the thing. It says like, I think that's the, like the living quote unquote, like the living space is five by 10. And, um, and it says hiker trailer. And I think it's the deluxe model. We looked on their website to see and all the extra accessories that are on here. Like it's a really nice nine foot awning. So what the hiker trailer is, before we kind of dive into oh, yeah. everything that it has, it pretty much is just a kind of a compartment for you to be able to sleep in. It's, Bigger than a teardrop. Um, By a lot. Someone had posted, oh, it's a teardrop. It's not a teardrop because of the shape of it. It is bigger. The actual inside, I think that it is five feet wide. The living space, I think, is five feet wide. It's 58 inches. We actually measured it. It's 58 inches. And then the length of the whole thing, including, like, the kitchen area, which is an outdoor kitchen, is the length is 10 feet. And so you can actually fit a queen in here. There's a, It came with a queen mattress, a memory foam one. Um, but we are actually going to be getting one that actually like converts into a couch. So if it's really bad weather, you can convert it to a little couch and you can watch TV and stuff in here, which would be snug, but at least you have a space for somebody to lay down the whole day. Yeah. So the nice thing about this type of trailer, um, one is the clearance. It has mm -hmm. a little bit bigger wheel. So the overall clearance on stuff where we want to go to be able to backpack, you know, we can pull up further on the trailhead or go to the remote different locations that we want to be able to go to um, pretty much wherever my car could go or our car could go, you know, a Ford escape, you know, this thing would be able to go and it pulled great and towing with it, you know, it weighs 900 pounds dry weight. Um, so we, the roof rack can hold up to a thousand pounds. So, I mean, well, it could law, really just law wise, if it's under, was it 2000 pounds? You don't have to have a stability bar. Um, well, stability bar is not required, but uh, powered brakes. So oh, it's that's using what it the yep. using the brakes on the vehicle, which uh, good thing we got that repaired before a road trip and new new brakes. I think it was just kind of the perfect fit for what we're wanting to do in the different locations, and we'll still be able to outfit it the way we want. Um, it's got the an AC and heating unit, um, but I don't think we'll need the heat just with two dogs and us. Well, and then we were thinking, too, that we could do an electronic heating blanket because that's going to use less energy than, like, a little space heater. There's, like, a little pass-through cubby from the inside, like, living space to the kitchen area that it could sit there safely. Um, but it would actually probably get too hot. This is, like, a two-inch thick walls and then a fiberglass exterior. So it would it would just insulate so well you wouldn't really it would be overkill especially with the two dogs so we're like well and then oh we also found out with the unit the AC heat unit that it has it actually doesn't it's not very efficient once it gets cold so really to just use it as an AC unit so I think that'll work out really well but the thing that's cool about the um, uh, kind of the features that are on the outside is that it has a space in the front. There probably was a generator in here that the whoever sold it, you know, took. But we're going to um, put two 12-volt batteries in so we have, like, a backup. You know, maybe do and a solar converter thing, like, yeah. to charge the batteries. And, and, and a lot of the 12-volt the um, batteries for the non-tech people. And I'm slowly learning all this <laughs> <laughs> from my brother and you know, from blogs and everything. Uh, but the 12 volt, that is essentially your battery. And there are two things that run on that right now. Um, one, all the lights run off the battery, but then also there is a powered fan. Um, so you're able to draw in or out 
air out of the, the camper as well off that 12 volt um, battery supply. So mm-hmm. we got a couple things that we do need to get from, you know, both the, the deep cycle marine grade batteries, the power inverter to be able to charge that when we do have a power supply um, on there. And then, you know, we're, as Amy mentioned, you know, do we do solar? Do we not do solar? We already um, nixed the generator for now because we think the setup we're going to do with the battery or like with the battery really is probably going to be sufficient for our needs. And where we're traveling to, if we were going some staying more South um, versus going up North um, area, we'd probably need the the generator just for the AC at night. So we're not dying. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but what we're doing is we got, when we bought the trailer, we got a free membership for a year to Touring America. I mean, that's the uh, company name. Thousand Trails. Oh, that's what it is. Thousands Trails Camping Pass is what we got. And it was a promotion um, that they were doing through the um, through the Campers RV Inn. And so for a free year, and what you get is you pick your region. So there's like, I think there's six Six regions, regions across the U.S. And you pick your region, and they have... 80 different camping areas nationwide the area we picked was the northwest and there's 18 different campsites that are camping campgrounds in like nice areas like bend oregon tacoma area vancouver i mean cool areas and you can stay for up to 14 days at a time and then you just have seven days Um, in between before you can go to the next one and they have outdoor pool full electricity nice showers i mean they're really nice campgrounds and so we're like well let's take advantage of that so that's actually um once we we are actually planning on going to key west um to see some friends um in a few weeks and And we'll be camping down in key west you know in our little trailer (laughs) we're we're not staying in uh you know the resort or anything like that um but we'll be you know visiting them and you know kind of doing some of the tourist stuff and uh snorkeling snorkeling but i mean just really you know going to be utilizing doing what we're what we're made to do you know camp and have fun but with once we're done at key west we'll then go back work our way back to south dakota um, we have some stuff at Jake's parents' place in Wisconsin that we'll grab, like our car topper and whatnot, and then, you know, see them, and then we'll go to South Dakota, get a little pip. My parents are taking care of her. They said she's doing super good, <laughs> but get her, and then we'll actually work our way up to the Northwest, and we'll do fun stuff along the way, but you know, it's like pretty I... cool to be able, with the number of campsites or campgrounds that they have, and we'd be stay two weeks at each one, it's like eight months, and if your lodging is taken care of, you know, you can live frugally, you know, with what we have in savings. So maybe our, you know, maybe we don't need to work through the winter, which would be kind of cool. That'd be really like amazing because I've never not worked. And that's actually what we were talking about today is that, you know, when we go on vacation, I think the longest vacation we had was like 10 days. We've never had enough vacation where it was like at one time where it was like three weeks or something like that. Well, and usually you try to spread out your vacation when you have it throughout the year. So like for backpacking and stuff like that, you know, five day max. I mean, other than that, you got to use the rest for the holidays and where we're located. You got to utilize it for travel, you know, (laughs) sick days and everything like that. So it's, you know, still kind of pension ourselves a little bit you know that we're uh, kind of getting this done and well it doesn't feel i mean we're on i think we've now been 
you know, traveling freely for like 23 days. Well, a little longer than that, but we were like seeing family. So it, what you weren't like, you know, you weren't like away and it doesn't seem like it's real because it hasn't been that long. But I actually said today, I'm like, I feel guilty for like, you know, waking up, having a nice cup of coffee or cup of tea and just like enjoying like the nice morning and the weather and the view that's at the on the balcony or the back porch. And I'm like, this isn't like the life that I've ever had, you know, and I, it, it just feels because it's like, is this okay? You know, cause I mean, from a young age, it's always like you work and you work some more and then you work even more. Like you just work. That's your life. And to be able to do something so different, it's, it's very new still. And it seems extremely unreal. And I feel, I personally feel so blessed to be able to do this and like, yeah, we worked really hard and yada, 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 you know, like, yeah, we made it happen, but it still doesn't seem real because, you know, you hope and dream and plan for so long. It's like with the through hike, you know, that was something that didn't end up being what we loved. We're still totally going to go backpacking. We have all these books back at our storage unit of like all the Falcon guides for where to go backpacking and hiking and all the different states that we always love to go to. And we'll get more as we go, um, as we go to those areas and we'll go do week long trips and you know, all that good, uh, all that good stuff, but it'll be in areas we can actually bring the dogs that they can both come and we'll have our stuff and, you know, we'll have like a good home base and it'll still be, it'll be the life that we want to live versus like right now we're just traveling to cities and like, I'm not a huge like city person. Like it's fun to go, but it's always really expensive. There's always traffic. You're always waiting for something. It's always busy, you know? So yeah. So yeah. And we're excited, you know, to kind of be able to do that. I think, you know, while we're down here outfitting the rig, um, you know, having that ability to be able to go on a, you know, a weekday, I say weekday because our weekends are our weekdays and vice versa, yeah. you know, um, you know, on a little trip where we can go, you know, do a little mini test runs and see how we like that or the, mm -hmm. the setup that we currently have. Um, you know, as we're trying to modify and kind of tweak our current setup that we have. Well, yeah. And then we didn't, we digressed a hair because we were talking about kind of what the camper features. I did put post a video on Instagram and our Facebook page, Unnamed Adventures, about like I did a video of like what it looks like on the outside and inside. And that's before we've done anything. So we, as we do these upgrades, we're going to be posting more information and we're going to do a few blog posts as well about like the mechanical stuff that we upgraded because I'm not interested in those things. Like I don't like it, but I Jake's sharing with me and sharing the information and it's good for me to know because if something happens and Jake's not there or you know, whatever, it's good to be able to know like how to handle, like, you know, what, what is in our rig, you know? And then if we do end up doing someday, like a school bus conversion, you know, it'll be all kind of the same, not the same, but you know, there'll yeah. be a lot of that. Well, and we want to be able to plan for the future. You know, if we do go the solar route or want to add the generator, everything is well thought of, of where and mm -hmm. when we put it on. Well, I'm really excited for the kitchen conversion. Like, um, Jake's brother and him last night were out here in the dark, like thinking through like lights and, you know, there's going to be some under, undercarriage lights and then maybe some lighting up under the awning that's outside. And, uh, but the, the colors that won't attract bugs, you know, things, things like that. So it'll be, we're going to be able to share 
you know, why we did what we did. Cause really like our focus is to be able to be independent, like boondocking and enjoying, you know, that lifestyle. And that's very different than a, someone who is in an RV or in a travel trailer and they go from campground to campground. Um, the amenities yeah, those are different. Are super expensive. I mean, it's almost like staying at a hotel at some of these RV parks. I mean, you get the same amenities as the hotel, you know, with the pool and with the electricity hookup, the dump stations, mm-hmm. um, you know, the mini golf. I mean, there's some of them are super well, extravagant. Activities and... Yeah, and some are very basic. Um, yeah. And we're, we're really trying to go more towards the off-the-grid style um, and really kind of focus on the, the animals as well because um, we're traveling with two dogs. We're we got one dog right now with us, but we're going to be traveling with our, with our eldest. Um, oh, well, she's not little, that old. I no. mean, she's four and a half. But the thing that'll be nice is that the type of travel we're doing is different than what a lot of people are doing now. And so we're trying to share that information so people can kind of see what worked for us and also what doesn't work for us you know, trial and error. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And, and we'll be able to share like some of the sites we use, like uh, freecampsites.net is like a great resource. If you're looking for free places to camp. Um, the thing that I found with it is that a lot of it just say, Oh, Walmart parking lot, Walmart parking lot in some of these busier areas. So it'll be fun to kind of experiment and be like, okay, cool. Can we help add to that website because of what we found that's like the best resource to find like free sites but on the other hand like i grew up hunting and we always went camping on like public land and um and now as an adult too i've done a lot of um hiking and backpacking and camping in national forests and so we want to build a little bit of a resource too on our website of just places that we've really liked and and found that have great resources and then also as jake mentioned like with our two dogs you know what what places are dog friendly you know what where what beaches can you go to what restaurants because we you know especially if it's hot we gotta bring the dogs with us you have to kind of cater your itinerary to your dogs yeah just like having a little one little baby or something like that that's <laughs> except it's a uh our fur babies mm-hmm. yeah but exactly. uh you know we're and we'll uh kind of discuss more of some of our different upgrades you know as we're kind of to our hiker trailer and to our rig as well um but we have to like know. do some sketches first like especially for the kitchen like some of that is even like once we get back to our storage unit to be like okay what what the what are the sizes of the stuff we have like we have a coleman grill already yeah that works awesome but also you know incorporating you know propane do we want to have an instant hot water heater or for showering we, for showering or do we just want to use the kind of the black bag that you throw on the roof and do more of a solar shower and what about the toilet you know that's big with boondocking you know like i said i grew up hunting we had like the little stool that had the toilet seat on it and the poop bucket underneath and triple bag bags and then when you go you and you only poop in it you know and and I, we, we grew up doing that you know so it's like is that something you want to do um or is there like some of these newfangled things? But then you gotta have. For me, I'm like, meh. Is it just easier to have a bucket and not have to worry about having a contraption, you know, that again, you know, breaks or whatever. And then yeah. So the pros and cons to everything. So we're gonna share about what we're doing with that, and then what's worked and what we're gonna tweak as we are actually using the trailer for this way. But we're really excited because Hiker Trailer is a really good company. 
and they have such a great reputation and what they build is really really good well like when we even uh you know posted a video on it someone of one of our fans kind of commented on uh where'd you get it you know like (laughs) you know i think she was waiting you know 15 months to be able to get her a custom one custom one built out you know and i think we just i think it was just kind of a the grace of god that we had uh we're able to find this one and mm-hmm. we're able to it negotiate. was perfect yeah it really worked out really well and the nice thing too since we decided to keep our current vehicle is we are going to actually custom customize that that as well to really maximize on our space because we have our seats in the back always folded down so the dogs have a place to lay as we're car on a, a road trip so it's like well why don't we take those seats out and then actually make like a cover so it's still flat, but then you have all storage where those seats would be. And then we're gonna build up like a box in the back where the cooler will go on top. But then in the in that box, you know, that's it'll be open once you open the back door, we'll have like our backpacking equipment. So then that is also like self-contained so it doesn't fall around or move around and the dogs get into it or whatever. So really so, to maximize each bit of space. Yeah. So we'll uh, kind of discuss that on further further episodes and as we you know go on other adventures and you know we're gonna be bombing around la here lower alabama (laughs) (laughs) there's actually tons and tons of cool things to do down here tons of history so we haven't had time yet to actually do that we've only been here for like a couple days but we are going to do some of that sightseeing stuff but a lot of it's really remote and that'll be nice and we're gonna try to see some gators and I don't think we'll bring Sammy with us when we go so he doesn't get eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're really just going to try to utilize uh, what we have around us and, you know, explore the different areas and regions that we go. Yeah, but the biggest thing, you know, we we talk about, you know, how much things cost and how we're doing things frugally. And, um, you know, we went to Dirt Cheap yesterday and got It's a zoo. Yeah, and it was crazy. But, you know, we got like three outfits each, and I got a swimsuit, and I got it for, we got it for all $29. And, you know, they buy stuff by the um, a semi load from like Target and Old Navy and just their clearance stuff that never sold. It's all brand new. And we wouldn't have known about it except for Jake's cousin's wife, who's like all about it. And it was awesome. Like, it was fantastic. My brother's so, wife. Oh, yeah, sorry. What did Sister-in-law. I say? I said something weird. Anyway, um, but sister-in-law and, um, but with the lifestyle we're trying to do, we have to be very intentional with every dollar so that we can live this way as long as possible before we have to get that seasonal work. Not that that's a bad thing, but we want to really figure it out and be like, yeah, like we succeeded in doing these things and, and, you know, yeah, we worked for a month. And then we lived off that for five months or something like that, that we're kind of getting that lifestyle and that mentality, you know, that you're getting to that. Cause it's hard. Like we talked about the fudge, you know, and getting the fudge samples and we didn't spend, spend anything on the fudge, but enjoyed still enjoying what that, that area fare. was known for. And then we got that local taffy and, you know, so, and then also that, you know, are you satisfied with a little, a little teeny bag of taffy that that's your treat? versus, you know, something much larger, a huge meal or, or things like that. You know, even in Charleston, you know, we chose to do things that didn't cost us any money um, for our sightseeing. And we had the best time. It was so cool. So that's something to keep in mind as well as people are, are doing things and getting ready for a vacation or, 
um, traveling. That it doesn't always have to be the stuff that costs money. That's awesome. Or that instant uh, gratification, just really just waiting, um, waiting it out. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's a couple weeks down the road that you you're not into that thing anymore, or whatever. You know, try borrowing someone's gear or mm -hmm. utilizing something. Uh, I think that's why it took us so long to you know, pinpoint the, the trailer and travel vessel that we did. Um, we just saw everything we wanted, but for both of us, it never was like, this is it. You know, this is awesome. You know, yeah. We when wanted, we so. toured this, I was like, this is exactly like, and then we had some more questions and then we found out how much it weighed. We wouldn't have to new, get a new vehicle. We wouldn't have to get a tow bar. It has all the accessory pieces already. So the things, the upgrades we're doing were upgrades for our lifestyle of how we want to be living um, versus like, oh, that'd be a nice amenity. It's not so much amenity stuff. It's like, well, we need this to be able to, you know, have the, and it's, it's luxury to have AC, you know, yeah. but how nice to have that. And I think with dogs, of course, that's super important. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's where kind, we're at. It's <laughs> kind of a, a long winded update from uh, where we were at before, but, uh, we'll definitely keep everyone posted on where we're at and, and our conversion. And we're going to do some videos on YouTube. We haven't done a lot on YouTube just cause it's more, it's more like you have to edit more and we don't do it. We don't have unlimited data plans. So that's pretty much why we don't do it. But now that we're on, um, Jake's brothers, um, you know, Wi-Fi, we could actually up upload those and stuff. So that'd be really cool. We're going to try to show more in depth of some of the upgrades that we're going to do. Um, so, and, and then if you guys have a hiker trailer, have done some really cool stuff, please share. Cause we love, like we've been Pinteresting ideas and it's cool to see what people do and the creativity that comes, comes up. So we're always open for ideas. Yeah. So till next time, you guys have a good one and cheers. If you like what you heard, write us a review on however you listen to your podcasts. If you want to support us, you can through our website at unnamedadventures.com and click support our journey.